0: Podcast Network Asia Are you confused, overwhelmed and worried about your homeschooling journey? Don't worry, you're not alone. We are here to help. I am your host Novi Antan, your homeschool coach and in this podcast I will be guiding you with everything you need to know about homeschooling. Join me and my friends as we share tips, tricks, best practices, and experiences in every aspect of homeschooling. We'll help you figure out what you need to know so that you can come up with your own homeschooling rhythm. Together, let us learn how to homeschool without losing our minds. Hello, welcome to iHomeschool PH, where we'll talk about what really matters most in our homeschooling journey. Magandang araw po sa lahat at Maraming maraming salamat po at pinili niyo pong makinig sa amin ngayong araw na ito. Bakit ko sinabing sa amin? Before that, I would just like to say na ngayong pong Agusto, eh, buwan ng Tagalog, buwan ng Filipino. Kaya excited po ako na kupipiliting ko pong <laughs> magsalita ng purong Tagalog. But you know, ito na nga sasabihin ko, I cannot promise. But I just want this discussion with a friend that I hope I could have a long-term relationship with. This friend that later I'm gonna introduce to her to you. But alam nyo po to just do the premise of this topic. I know that we have been exploring the topic about teaching Filipino and whether ba natole mahirap ituro ito. And I know no teaching any language naman will present their own set of difficulties. But when it comes to teaching Filipino, they are. Very unique aspects to consider from all those complexities of grammar, pronunciation, culture, diba? Teaching Filipino requires really a thoughtful approach. Like ako, I just want to be honest. Yan po ang pinakamahirap ko talagang tinuro sa mga anak ko. Eh, and I have to be honest. And even when I was in college, nahirapan talaga ako. I think yan po ang pinakamah- yeah, I have to be honest. Yung po, pinakamababa kong grade nung ako po yung nag-aaral nung palang. Whether I was in my elementary years, high school, and even in college, oh yan ha, honest na ako. But for today's podcast, let us explore no, and let us delve on how to be able to teach this beautiful language and explore strategies to make learning process more accessible and enjoyable for both us as educators, homeschoolers, and learners alike. That's why I invited a dear homeschooler as well, yeah, na based po siya sa Ilo-Ilo, a homeschool mom, writer, entrepreneur, and a Charlotte Mason coach. I think she has her own website later, she's going to tell us about this. Advocate po siya ng Charlotte Mason, and trainer din po siya. And nakakatuwa po dahil pareho kami. We love reading, storytelling, and creating just about anything. Definitely love na love niya ang kitchen. And she does a lot of articles, different songs, curriculum. And magaling siya mag-crochet pieces. Baka magpaturo pa nga ako sa kanya. So let us welcome Yen Kaabag. Hello, Yen!
1: Hi, Miss Novi. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yun ha, sinabi ko na yan. Baka... Hopefully, we can have a long-term relationship. Hindi lang sa interview yung ito, di ba? Yes. <laughs> Alam mo, um, nakakatawa. Kasi pinagpray pray ko talaga itong conversation na to. And you were, uh, a good friend of mine told me na, ito, itong girl na to. Hanapin mo itong girl na to. And then, I really prayed about it. And then, when I messaged you, sabi ko, Lord, pag hindi po siya tumang, uh, sumagot, yun na po yun. Pero sumagot ka. And it's really an answered prayer. And then, my dear friend, si Katso po yung nag na may nakita ko mga materials, no, that you were giving to our homeschooler in your own website, no. At yung mga Filipino materials na talagang magaganda na I was able to check out. And that's why I think you're one of the best homeschooler or homeschool teacher that I can talk to you about this. Okay, bakit nga ba, no, Yen na ang mga Magulang, hirap na hirap magturo ng Filipino no? So before that, maybe you could be able to briefly introduce yourself and your experience in teaching Filipino to your kids. Ah,
1: uh, sige. So firstly, you already gave the first background. I'm not from the Manila area, so uh, I'm from Iloilo, which means that our first language is not Filipino or Tagalog. Our first language is Hiligaynon. So in our family, we raised up our kids speaking our, our native language. Uh, we didn't raise them up to speak English at first. So parang naging second language yung English. And then yung Filipino actually, like it or not, naging third language siya. the schools here and everything else, primary mode of instruction and everything is actually in English. So yung Filipino, it started off as actually uh, a separate subject, but we treated this more as a foreign language for us, which doesn't mean, I don't mean that in a degrading sense, na foreign shaka it were in the Philippines, but it's just foreign to us because we don't speak it here. Here in Iloilo, we only speak Hiligaynon, and uh, yung exposure to Filipino is mostly, well, TB radio. And thankfully, uh, recent years, we have storybooks na in Filipino for the children, for the younger years. Cause when we were growing up, if you recall, Miss Noby, ah, kahit, yeah, when we were growing up, parang mahirap talaga maghanap ng storybooks in Filipino, right? All our storybooks were in English. All our nursery rhymes were in English, except for yung mga sa school. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, one important background, I think, that I want to share. And I believe that it's also a struggle for a lot of homeschooling moms because a lot of us are not really from regions that speak Filipino as a as a first language. Yes, totoo yan, yan. So, sa
0: so palagay mo yan, no? in your opinion, is the Filipino language generally considered difficult to
1: teach? Why? And why not? Personally, I think it has to do with how the parents themselves view the Filipino language. A lot of us grew up having difficulty in the Filipino subject Perhaps, uh, like I said earlier, because we don't speak the language. And also perhaps because in school, we were made to memorize grammar terms and other stuff. Without first having had a strong grasp of the language, in my personal experience, I learned Filipino mostly not not actually from school. I first learned it because uh, every summer my family would go to Manila and we would spend time with my cousins there. So parang immersion siya And I remember even complaining that day. I would complain to my mom, "Why do I have to learn to speak Filipino? Why can't my cousins learn to speak Hiligaynon? And yeah, it was very difficult for a child to understand. But looking back, I'm so glad that I had that experience. I was able able to to immerse myself in the language not I don't I, I can't say I per, I perfected it but parang uh, naging ano siya, naging conversational siya part siya of uh, one of my one of the many languages that I've learned uh, that's uh, for my personal experience and I feel like it's also something that can be helpful for parents as we try to teach our children Filipino as well. So when we view it as a language that we want to learn, that we love, uh, it will really impact the way that our children view the language as well.
0: Okay, thank you for sharing that background. Kasi parang pareho din tayo ng Waveland and then, but. Are there any specific features of that Filipino language that make it more challenging to teach? How about the materials that we have now that is available to us?
1: Um, Are you uh, referring to textbooks or... Maybe textbook or what we have right now, yeah. Yes, uh, actually... I think one of the difficulties, yeah, like I mentioned, is because when we were made to like memorize things before we become familiar with the language. Yes. Cause the, the way that the textbooks are currently structured, it, it seems to assume that everyone already understands the language. Like even for grade one to three, right? You would see all these paragraphs that, that the children are asked to like analyze to pieces. I think that has their place. If it's somebody who already knows the language, but if it's somebody where the language is totally foreign, I can't imagine how, we're, how we'll be able to, to do those kinds of things. So that's why I believe that one of the most important things is that the child actually starts, uh, actually learns to understand it, Muna, like uh, listening to it, being able to understand it, being able to speak it. And then by then, we'll be able to use these materials that help us to analyze the different parts in the, in the passages.
0: Yes, thank you so much, Yen. Disclaimer lang po rito, abang sabihin, ako bakit sabihin, ang mahirap talagang gamitin ang mga DepEd materials or textbook. Uh, wala po kami sinasabing ganun dito sa podcast na to, no? Or sa iHomeschool PH podcast. But, you know, Dep ed knows me in a way, but this is a point of view na pwede rin ma-improve yung materials natin that we have, isn't it? That could be able to really match definitely our learners. And I know it's improving naman, no? By the grace of God. But, let's talk about our own experiences yan, di ba? So, how do you approach teaching Filipino to your kids? Meron ka uh, strategies and techniques on how, siyempre na start ka pala mag-homeschooling, di ba? You have that mission na
1: talagang kailangan nating ituro yan. So how do you do it? I think coming from the background where we we adhere to the Charlotte Mason philosophy, in the Charlotte Mason philosophy, uh, we use a lot of living books. When you say living books, it's books that are written by somebody who's passionate about the subject and it awakens the imagination. So we do that for English books. And as I said earlier, English is actually already our second language. And I noticed that the way that my child learned English... It actually began with these picture books. Because we didn't, I, I mentioned earlier, we did not raise our children to speak English first. We spoke Hilliganon in the home. And uh, when my son was five years old and we started homeschooling, we were starting to read all these long books in English. And I realized in the first two months in that hindi talaga <laughs> ni maintindihan. So I had to stop. I actually wanted to give up homeschooling during that time because I was like, huh, how can we do this? You can't even understand these basic books that we're using. Uh, Good thing was during that time, I went into an online forum and they helped me diagnose that actually English is our second language. So it was not fair to expect him to understand those paragraphs without contextual clues, without pictures and all that. So some of the moms advised me to go back to picture books. Which we did for a time because during that time, I wasn't intentional at reading picture books with my first son. So we went back to picture books and slowly I saw that it was building up his vocabulary. It was building up his comprehension of the English language and eventually was able to progress to chapter books. So I saw that the way he learned English was actually possible to help him learn Filipino uh, like like I said, we don't have an exposure to Filipino unless you watch TV, which during the time we actually didn't, and we we don't really let our kids watch a lot of TV, so we she, they don't have exposure to the Filipino language like I did with my cousins. So what we did, we invested in Filipino storybooks, and I'm so glad that we have a lot on our shelves right now, things by OMF, Tahanan Books, Kias, and all that stuff. So we started with these picture books, and I would just read them to him. And slowly, it would build up his vocabulary. For some reason, it would surprise you that just reading picture books can help children understand what's going on. They can pick up words, familiar words here and there. Some of the words in Hiligaynon are the same in Filipino. So it just uh, sticks with them and they start to ask things slowly. The, The key word is slowly. It didn't happen overnight. It happened over years of going through these books and helping them to just be exposed to the Filipino language.
0: Maganda talaga yon eh, no? Yun yung non-intimidating material na pwedeng start na isang magulong. Kung talagang hindi, start with the picture books. I mean, I, I have some friends, I still remember before, na nasa level na sila ng grade 4, pero novi talaga, hindi ako marunong magturo. Then start with picture books, no? Hindi naman siya parang kailangan pilita na kailangan yung grade 4 level na talagang kailangan mo ituro. You have to do it slowly kasi Kailangan maabsorb absorb nila eh. Immersion is really, really important. One of the things that I also realize is maybe you could be able to have a family meeting and maybe kausapin niyo may kung meron kayong helper or kayong mag-asawa. Merong isa na makipag-usap ng purong Tagalog at merong isa na purong English. Pwede rin yun, no? Especially kung medyo maliliit pa yung mga bata, di ba yun? It's like speing, mm-hmm. speaking one thought completely and using one language. I think that will work as well. That I did that as well. Or you could be able to do maybe, as in my experience, buti nga ngayon may Spotify na yun. Dati walang <laughs> Spotify. So kumukuha pa ako ng mga CD-CD na, <laughs> na pwede nilang pakinggan araw-araw na pwede nilang kantahin din. Yes. Like yung mga Christmas uh-huh. songs, yung mga artists na talagang Nagaano na mga Filipino spirit no, na Filipino all yes. day. And yes. I still remember when we were starting, I did mind mapping in Filipino. So, kung gagamitin mo yung mga bagay sa loob ng bahay, naglalagay ako ng mga labels yon, pero I also do mind mapping. I'm not sure about you know if you did mind mapping. Mind mapping is like a metacognitive concept map shape na cognitive cartography. So parang it reinforces that idea that whatever we are mapping into two-dimensional way, merong depth siya, may benefits. Parang visual picture siya para mas matandaan ng bata. So mga magulang, thank you for sharing yan. Ha. Madaming ways for you to be able to really teach Filipino na hindi ka masyadong stress na kailangan ko use isang material yang to teach. Because there's a lot of ways. Teaching Filipino language Without losing your mind. Yun?
1: Yes. So <laughs> it can how be do fun. You teach it? Yeah.
0: Kasi napansin ko meron kang ano, no? meron kang medyong mas matandang anak. So, how do you teach that to your child, Filipino language, na medyong matandana?
1: Uh, so, for the older kids, once I know that they have a strong grasp of the language, like for my older son, he is now in high school, I let him use one of the materials that I actually created, which is the sariling Atin, Filipino Grammar <laughs> Curriculum. It's just a Very simplified, uh, not really very simplified, it's a 36-week lesson of the basic parts of speech where we use different passages in literature and then they try to identify which part of speech these are. Yeah, so we actually only did it this past year. I'm, I'm glad to see na parang yeah he did it well na <laughs> uh, since he's older he was more independent na doing it on his own but I was also able to see na one of the books that we assigned to him for last year he was able to read through all by himself na so I know na he probably did not understand every word but that's perfectly <laughs> fine yes because we understand things through context na yeah but I think uh, it's already a big success that he was able to really understand the main thrust of the story what was happening and all that my personal goal din sa kanila that they'll be able to communicate in the language at least uh, ano na they can understand they can read they can speak a little bit <laughs> enough to, to get by
0: <laughs> Totoo yan na thank you for being honest with that ex- ano, journey as well kasi you know some of the parents will always be in ano eh parang nagigilty sila na parang ano ba yun hindi talaga fluent yung anak ko eh. hindi naman kailangan maging sobrang fluent eh Hindi, hindi naman yun yung goal natin. Actually, is the love of learning the language. Pag alam mo yes, talaga uh-huh. na ang anak mo eh, kasi I do believe, ma, pag medyo older na sila, di ba? They will be able to find out and navigate that within themselves. We just have to give them the resources and the confidence to be able to, not to be afraid, na hindi ma-frustrate. Kasi, like ako, I realize, because I have that fear of teaching Filipino, pwede nila ma-acquire yun eh. So, I really have to deal it with Ghana. no, I do not have to be afraid. And I have to be honest with my kids na, anak, I want to learn with you as well. Diba? I have to <laughs> learn with you as well <laughs> and I'm navigating this as well. So, let us learn together. So, kayong mga magulang na nakikinig sa amin ngayon niyan, so how do, you, how do you do that? Well, katulad nito, you can listen to a podcast. You can ask some mentors on how they do it as well. Do not be afraid. Do not think less of you na parang, uyang ang hirap namang ituro nito, de ba? Parang hindi ko ata kakayanin. And if talaga hindi mo talaga kaya, wala kang patience, you could also ask some of my friends what they did. They they got a homeschooler, homeschooler din siya na parent, na parang naga hybrid sila, ayan, nagtutulungan sila na it's like a small community that they have a small class all about Filipino. Ayan, pwede rin yon or pwede rin one-on-one. So madami namang ways, pero don't think of yourself as less of a mom, mom teacher dahil ginawa mo yon or nag-ask ka ng help.
1: That's a great idea. Parang co-op, no? Yeah, at least. And the advantage of working on it in groups is they get to see everyone else also learning the same thing alongside them. Yeah, so it's a big encouragement. And they, actually, when you mention the mga co op, they actually have more opportunities to practice the language. Like, for example, when we were in traditional school, we would have things like plays, contests, yung mga ganyan. And it's difficult to do when it's just you in the home, right? But if it's in the group, nagiging masaya siya, like you can actually try to write plays, poems in Filipino. And I believe that it, it actually helps you to enjoy the language more when you explore it artistically.
0: Yes, definitely with others, no? Tulungan talaga yung eh,
1: tulungan hello there chinky tan here motivational speaker wealth coach best-selling author and now host of chink positive podcast a podcast that aims to help you to become wealthy and debt-free by teaching you on how to save budget get out of debt and invest powered by podcast network asia available on wherever you get your podcast see you there
0: So, Yen, what gave you the motivation to be able to make these materials in Filipino?
1: Yes, I think it was also the same thing when you said uh, most moms are afraid to teach it and parang, uh, we don't really have the resources to, to teach it by by degrees in a way. Yeah, so I created Sariling Atin with the goal of helping the students transition to grammar as long as the foundation So that's why I designed it for grades 4 to 6 or older and not in the early years because for the early years, I recommended, for example, in our Talino curriculum, which is the overall curriculum, Curriculum for different grade levels. I recommended uh, the different storybooks, muna. like they would have these uh, series, like O Mateo, and all these different books from Adarna and all these different publishers, so that ma ano siya talagang expose sila to the language in a way na parang regular regular exposure. They get to improve their vocabulary through the stories, so that by the time they learn grammar, which is uh, according to the Charlotte Mason philosophy, is only after you're aware, you're familiar with the language, only after you're familiar with sentence structure and everything, do you teach grammar? So that's why I created the material for the older children.
0: Yes, ano maganda rito sa sariling atin, mga bahagi ng pananalita, no? Tama, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Ito yung kauna-unahan na barilala ng Filipino, tama, ayon sa philosophy ng Charlotte Mason. So, yung mga nakikinig hmm. sa atin ngayon, no? Yen and I are going to discuss about Charlotte Mason in our next episode this coming September. So, abangan ano po yan. But can you tell us about, when you say Charlotte Mason, can you give us a hint about this? Why do you say that this book is in this philosophy?
1: The specific area of the Charlotte Mason philosophy that I used for sariling atin is the use of living books. Or excellently written material, which means that we don't talk down to the children. Hindi natin ginagawang parang oversimplified yung mga sentences and everything. Instead, we use yung mga literary works. So in Sarili Natin, we use passages from the best pieces of literature. Supposedly, I intended to use yung mga Filipino stories talaga, but for currently yung mga Filipino stories, natin, because they're more recently published, Hindi sila free of copyright. So I used yung mga public domain materials which we translated into Filipino. (laughs) Yeah. So, yun lang yung disclaimer. It would have been better if we were able to use yung mga Filipino literature talaga. Yeah. Maybe in the future, pag public domain na sila. (laughs) Oh nga,
0: unti-unti lang. But, thank you for making that change and brave enough to be able to do that. We need more materials like that, Yang. So, keep on doing it, no, slowly. So, Thank you. <laughs> oh, ang galeng kasi meron kang isang sinasabi dito yung talino Curriculum Mason Curriculum Form Set A. What is it inside of
1: that? Anong content nun? The talino curriculum naman, we created it to be a one-year guide, uh, applying the Charlotte Mason philosophy for parents who don't have the time to make their own. So it's designed for the Philippine homeschooler because it includes Filipino storybooks in the schedules. It includes Philippine history, living books, yung mga biographies nila, yung mga uh, story form ng history natin. So it's an all-in-one thing that homeschoolers can use. And it already includes the different book recommendations. Some of them are, most of them are actually free online in order to reduce costs, which we'll also discuss <laughs> in our topic on Charlotte Mason. Yeah. And most of the materials there, except for the Filipino ones, because the Filipino ones are all for sale. But we also include options for like, I think there's an app, like the Buri books app, which they can also download at a cost, but it may reduce costs somehow. Yeah, we try to make it as easy as possible to implement the Charlotte Mason method in the Filipino context. So I guess that's that's why I created the we created the Talino curriculum.
0: Maraming salamat, Yenda, for doing this. Nako yan na mga homeschoolers. So check out what is your specific website, but in this podcast, lalagay po namin ang description at link ng website ni Yen Kabag. So abangan niyo po 'yan. So check it out, no? So, don't hesitate. Ito na po yung mga materials na I wish nung time na nagsastart ako ay eh, ginawa na ni Yen, but hindi pa niya ginagawa. <laughs> o oh, dahil, syempre, mamatanda ako You started before me. <laughs> <laughs> but, nako, nakakatawa naman that you're doing this. Thank you so much. So, abangan nyo po yan na ilalagay po namin yung uh, all the details about this in our Description in our podcast and even in our YouTube and Facebook account. Ayan. So, yen. Yeah, meron ka bang masashare na gumamit na natong ma- mga material mong ito? Na nagkaroon sila ng parang wow, parang light bulb na thank you for doing this. Meron ka bang success stories that you could be able to share to us who have used your material?
1: I think generally, yung feedback lang are those parents who want to do the Charlotte Mason Method. But have uh, no time to create their own schedules, to create their own book lists. Yeah, so I've had a few feedback then that it's, uh, yeah, it's been a big help. And that was actually the main goal namantalaga, because I know that learning the Charlotte Mason philosophy and try- trying to apply it, especially during the pandemic years, kasi, where people, where a lot of people were forced to homeschool without really having the time or the luxury to research like we did. Because when they started homeschooling, the baby we were able to plan it out. So during pandemic, kasi na force into homeschooling without the luxury of time. So though I think most of the feedback that I got were from families who just didn't have the time or the energy to create their own curriculum. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. So
0: to conclude this episode, what advice mo sa ating mga parents who are You know, having that challenge to be able to teach Filipino language to their kids. What is your encouragement?
1: Yeah, what you said earlier that uh, we don't have to feel super pressured that we have to know everything (laughs) to teach our children. That was very important because, yes, uh, we may not know everything, but we can learn alongside our kids. And I think one thing that I really believe is that regular exposure and practice may seem small, but they're actually helping our children grow by degrees So, little steps, lang baby steps, but we keep consistent with it. Like, for example, we would schedule, read aloud a Filipino story several times a week. It may seem simple, but slowly, it will build up your kids' vocabulary, their understanding. Uh, We don't really have to make them memorize vocabulary lists or anything. Just constant exposure and help them to be familiarized with the language. They would acquire a feel for it. And slowly, they would build up their words and understanding over time. Yeah, it's doable.
0: Yes, thank you for that encouragement. Maraming maraming salamat, Yen. So in conclusion, alam ko, teaching Filipino may have a challenge. But with the right approach, resource, and definitely a supportive learning environment. It can be very exciting. Kailangan mawala po yung fear na yun. And marirealize nyo, rewarding po ito. Diba? Rewarding po ito experience. So ako nga eh, hirap ako. Pero ngayon meron akong anak na nag-aaral sa Universidad ng Pilipinas, o ba may Filipino test doon, pero hindi ko alam paano siya nakapasa, but grace lang talaga ni Ganyan. But, we just need to be creative, we need, just need to ask for help, we need to find ang dami na, like yen materials And we could be able to leverage in technology, there's a lot of cultural elements, diba yun? And, definitely, because, parehordin kami ni yen, we have to understand the learner's needs. Hindi dapat forceful ang pagtuturo nito, at, Mararamdaman din nang bata yung spirit di ba? The way to teach this, no? And we can empower our students to be able to embrace the beauty of our Filipino language, you know? yen when I was traveling in different places, I realized like for example, why Japan is Japan, why Singapore is Singapore because they love their language. I just want to be honest in this conversation. One of the things siguro na hindi kasi Hindi natin may no? ako, ako yun, I'm just speaking for myself. And I'm really guilty of that when I was starting teaching my kids when they're still small. So I just had to, Lord, help me to love my language. Whatever mindset that I have, I have to reject it and start it with the language that God has given us and learn to embrace this and empower this, like what you are doing, the materials that you have. It should not be something na, dahil nga, with all the experience that we have, or the leaders that we have, it doesn't define our language. So, it should start in our own small way, di ba yun? It doesn't have to be like, whoa, alam mo yun, Um, nang makailangan massive yung changes, but in our own small way, in our own homes, we could be able to teach that right spirit to our kids. Teaching Filipino, loving it, loving learning it, together with your family. And that's the beauty of learning. That's the beauty of homeschooling. And that is really the beauty of God is giving us that capacity and the tool to be able to learn, whether it's Filipino or not, to love learning. Ay, mm-hmm. Yes, maraming maraming salamat. So do check out yang website. And meron ka bang mga social media accounts that they can follow? Can you please mention it, Yen?
1: Yeah. Yes, uh, on Facebook, it's uh, it's Charlotte Mason Philippines website. That's the keyword. Uh-huh.
0: Yes, we hope na you were able to found this discussion and teaching Filipino very insightful. So if you have any questions or any suggestion for the future episode, feel free to reach out to us and DM us and give us a feedback and tag us as well, me and Yen Kabak. So I will ask Yen kung paano siya tag regarding this conversation as well. Maraming maraming salamat and always remember in homeschooling relationship is more important than academics. Ako po si your homeschool coach and I Homeschool. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Homeschool PH Podcast. If this episode helped and encouraged you please do subscribe and rate this podcast and leave a comment. Don't forget to spread the word by screenshotting it and sharing it to your friends on social media. I'd love to hear how God has encouraged your heart today. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. Until the next episode, wishing you a day filled with grace.